Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Furniture Mart USA, and Fireplace Pros. And, uh, you know, it's that time of year for sniffles and sneezes, coughs and wheezes. Lewis Pharmacy has what you need to take good care of yourself and your family this cough and cold season. Need help deciding what type of cold medicine you might need? Just ask a pharmacist. That's what they're there for. I, mine are great. I mean, they've, they've become a member of the family. The, the Both of them have, really. Uh, Jennifer and Keaton are, are terrific. Between No matter who is there as the head pharmacist at my Southwest store, they'll stop what they're doing to check and see if I'm okay or my mom's okay or whatever, and uh, I really appreciate all that they do. So Lewis is your first stop and, in my opinion, your only stop for a wide variety of needs. Our next guest is Kevin Marshall. It's good to get you back on here again. I'm glad the phone connection worked and because uh, last time we had a hard, we had a difficult time with that. So uh, are you calling me from a landline or how does this work? I'm having to call you from my Google Voice number. So it's, uh, look, we're having one of those days here, and they happen where I live, and uh, hearing you describe uh, fast food uh, just puts into perspective where I live. Uh, <laughs> Stevensville, uh, Stevensville, Montana is a geographical oddity. We're 17 miles exactly from fast food in both directions. You can go to Lolo, and there's some franchises there, or which is 17 miles, or you can go to Hamilton, which is 17 miles. Now, the fact that we're equally distant from them has led to me maybe uh, shedding a few pounds over these uh, 10 years that I've been here. So, you know, you, you have to take the good with the bad there, Mark, right? Do you have an Arby's in either place? Uh, you have to go all the way to Missoula for that. Okay. But but hearing you describe that uh, burger, uh, I may just be heading there as soon as you let me off of this interview. So well, let's keep it snappy. How about that? I'm right. kind of hungry. Well, you're going to be in Missoula on Saturday anyway, right? Yes, sir. I certainly will. And uh, there are going to be a lot of people who are going to be down there on Saturday for that ball game between the Bison and the Grizz. Um, and, you know, if you want to talk about this team coming from Fargo, they've had some impressive runs to get to the national championship game in the past, right? Yep. But this one is pretty much unprecedented. If they can come to Missoula and win, they will have won a home game, gone to uh, – Bozeman in one, gone to Vermilion in one, and then gone to Missoula in one. So if they can get to Frisco, nobody in their right mind can say this NDSU team didn't earn it, that's for sure. I agree. Uh, I was at the game last Saturday, and I will say this. Um, I, yesterday I made a comment that had one of my listeners questioning me. I saw that. And, yeah, I and, saw that. And it's like, uh, first of all, I would never, ever, ever, ever root for North Dakota State, ever, ever. I used to do coyote games way back when on the radio, and my kids both played at Augustana. Two of my kids played at Augustana against North Dakota State. Um, they're like the Yankees in my world, okay? I'm a Bostonian, so that should tell you the level of, oh, I sure. My point was I, I, I just shook my head during that game last Saturday and thought, I've never seen the Bison play this kind of football before. The way right. they played, and I'm not just talking about this year. I'm talking about all the years I've covered them. I've never quite seen this type of a team. I was impressed, and I was very surprised. Well, first of all, you being a Bostonian and disliking the Yankees, 
you know, where I'm from, we don't separate you between baseball teams. You're all Yankees to us, Mark, you know, <laughs> okay. so, yeah. um, but yeah, and, and the way that they're doing it is just very impressive. When they needed Cam Miller in the game plan last week, what did he do? He was impressive, right? Was he 13 of 15, uh, 266 yards? And, but in Bozeman, where they wanted to just power run the football, they were able to do that too. They have some options now. And Cam Miller has proven himself to be someone who is not just going to manage the game. If it's third and 12 and you need to get a first down, he's not a liability there throwing the football anymore. He's not a plus, plus, plus guy, but he's a guy who can get that job done. And if you were at that ball game, it seemed like it started out exactly how the Yotes would have wanted it, yep, right? Yep. They got them into third and long. And what did Miller do? Third and 12, boop, big gain, first down. Then they drive down and score. The Yotes kick a field goal, and they get them in third and long again. And, and what happens? Miller, boop, down the field, first down. So the Yotes can't say that they didn't have them where they wanted them early in the ballgame. They just couldn't stop them when all the advantages were on their side. Third and long, bring in the DBs, pin your ears back, go out to the quarterback, and it just didn't matter. They did whatever they wanted to do against that Yotes defense. Uh, let's talk about uh, Montana just a little bit. We're talking about Missoula. Uh, Friday night I watched the game, and, um, you know, two electrifying kickoff or a kickoff and a punt return, uh, those were huge plays in the game. And You know, when they started off the game with a 100-yard kickoff return, I thought, uh-oh, Furman's in huge trouble. I thought Furman outplayed them for the most part during that football game. I was impressed with the Paladins. I, 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 I left that game feeling like, yeah, Montana's ranked number two, but they're beatable. Yes, they are. And the fact that there were people who were holding tickets, uh, 17 and a half point favorites for Montana, just, I, I mean, they obviously don't listen to FCS Nation because we thought that was laughable. Because it was. Furman is a team that, look, they weren't flashy, but that game was a Furman football game. They average about 27 points a game during the regular season, and they scored 28. 28 yeah. they, they average giving up about 13 points a game during the regular season, and in regulation, their defense gave up 14 points. So this was a game Furman probably should have won. And you would think that by now people would have learned don't kick the ball to Junior Bergen, right? I mean, and and especially after the kickoff return, don't do it again. Kick it out of bounds. Yep. Don't give him an opportunity to win the football game. And that's exactly what he did. And uh, I think the Furman defense was outstanding. Uh, they uh, showed that there are some ways that you can uh, bait Clifton McDowell into making some mistakes. And he made one big one with that interception. Furman played a very good game, just couldn't get it done in the special teams, and that was the difference. Kevin Marshall is our guest from FCS Nation Radio. All right, more importantly is the South Dakota State game against Albany tomorrow night uh, at Dana J. Dykehouse Stadium. Jacks uh, survived a, a, a rough first half, but it was a miserable day in Brookings. I was there for a while before heading south because we did a pregame show from Brookings, and then we did a postgame show from Vermilion last Saturday. was nuts. But it was really a lot of fun. I just wish USD had won. It would have been a whole lot more fun because my, it would have been a kind of a dream setup for all of us here in South Dakota to have USD and STSU playing in Frisco. Uh, the better team won and we're going to just leave it at that on, on Saturday down in the dome. But, 
Um, I, I, I thought the Jackrabbits kind of showed what they're capable of doing in a game where even the, the, the field conditions, the wind and the cold were so horrible, they still took control of that game in the second half after being fortunate to only be ahead by a point. I mean, they had a block punt that they returned for a touchdown. Otherwise, they probably are behind at halftime. But second half, whole different deal. That offensive line, to me, is the best in the country. Yeah, the importance of specialty teams yet again, right? That was huge. And, uh, look, the thing about the Jackrabbits is that offensive line is going to, they're just going to lean on you. Even if the, if the success isn't there initially, you're not going to have a whole lot of depth in FCS football along the defensive line. Some people do. The Jackrabbits the do. The Jacks do, yeah. They, they, they have an embarrassment of riches on both lines. There's no doubt about that. And But most FCS teams don't have that. So, you know, they come out all fired up, you know, maybe get a couple stops. But then, you know, that fifth, sixth, seventh drive, those big fellas start to lean on you. It doesn't matter how motivated you are or how talented you are. Those guys are going to lean on you, and they're going to have the advantage as the game goes along. Now, uh, UAlbany has a group on the defensive line that's as good as anybody's and better than most. Uh, the the uh, defensive ends are two bookends. Probably both should have been All-Americans. Uh, then you got Dylan Kelly, the linebacker, to come in and fill the holes. The uh, back end is very good. Uh, this is a team that looks a lot like the Jackrabbits, uh, to be quite frank with you. Uh, you know, it's kind of like the Spider-Man meme, right, where they can just point at each other because this is a very similar team. Uh, quarterback Poffenbarger, he reminds me of Mark Ronowski. Uh, and the, uh, the only difference is that Mark is a little bit more accurate than Reese is. There were some plays last week against Idaho where guys were wide open and he just threw the ball two yards out of bounds instead of hitting them down the sidelines for touchdowns. Mark doesn't usually do that. He's usually pretty accurate when they give him the opportunity to throw the ball down the field. And Reese is too, but he'll miss a couple more than Mark will. Um, and they can run the football. I think what you're going to have to see if, you, if you're rooting for the Great Danes here, and, and what I think you will see in their game plan, is they haven't really unleashed Reese Poffenbarger much to run the football this year. He wants to. He hurdled his coach, uh, Greg Gattuso, in practice just to show him, hey, I can move a little bit. I can do some things with my legs. And I think they're going to have to let him do that against the Jacks. He's not going to be Matthew Saluka, but they're going to have to give him some opportunities to be able to maybe try to recreate some of that magic that Saluka created there in Brookings last year in the playoffs and he did for Holy Cross for a couple of years. I think they're going to have to unleash Reese Poffenbarger running the football to set up what they want to do down the field. I, I think with the weather being nicer, it's supposed to be about mm, high 30s, maybe 40. I'm sure it'll be down near freezing once the game gets started, but that's that's nothing compared it was to what it was last Saturday with the wind. That's what made it so miserable. I I, I just think if you give South Dakota State A, they can run no matter what the weather conditions are, but B, if it's nice enough to throw the football with the weapons that, that Gronowski has and the smarts that he has, he's a guy that, um, I documented that earlier in the week. He loves to watch a lot of film. He's very educated and very, very smart on the field. In addition to being talented, I think with, if the weather is not a factor, that makes it even scarier for Albany to come in here and think they could win. 
I look, there's uh there's no doubt about that. And this is a team, if the weather isn't good, that isn't gonna be all that intimidated by that, right? I mean you're from up there. Uh Albany is pretty far north, isn't it? It gets pretty darn cold up there. Yes. So, you know, this isn't a uh you know, a Mercer team coming in or or, or you know, a, a, a someplace with who thinks that 60 degrees is chilly, right? So uh, they're not going to be intimidated by that. Uh, they're certainly not going to be intimidated uh, by uh, the crowd, which has been excellent there for South Dakota State games. Maybe not the numbers they want for the playoffs, but I'll tell you what, those 10,000 or 12,000 that they've had there, I think if you ask Jackrabbit diehards, they'd rather have those 12,000 be as loud and as nuts and as crazy as they've been then have 20,000 be quiet. It's been impressive watching those games. They've been a part of it, and regardless of, of those conditions, and that's impressive, and those people should be commended for showing up like that in those conditions last week. Uh, Stone Labanowitz and I were talking about it, him being from Florida, me being from South Carolina, that a 45-mile-an-hour wind, uh, <laughs> they would give that a name if it came from the ocean, a right? A tropical yeah. storm, yeah. right? It'd be a tropical storm. So basically you sat there in a polar tropical storm and watched your team win good on those people but the great danes this is going to be a football team that's that's coming in here and they feel like they can win and they feel like they match up pretty good with the defending national champions is that true maybe probably not but maybe but they're going to give you their best shot they're not going to back down and it's going to be a good football game and i think anybody who's looking at that you know 24 and a half point spread I'd be shocked if it's that big. Uh, I think the Great Danes are going are to come in. They're going to play tough. They're going to keep it close. And if you're them and you're coming and putting up with the travel that you've had to put up with from Idaho to yeah. New York, back to South Dakota, if you can be in this thing with 10 minutes to go within 7 or 10 points, I believe that's all you can ask for if you're a Great Danes fan. Kevin Marshall's our guest from FCS Nation Radio. I was going to bring that up. I mean, you talk about a grueling travel schedule, having to head out to Idaho, back to uh, New York, and then turn right around and come back here for a Friday night game. It's it's even a one day less than you normally would have because it's playoffs. Um, how much of a factor do you think that'll be? I think it'll be a big factor uh, as that game goes along. You know, adrenaline's going to carry you. Uh, you know, you're playing for a chance to go to the national championship game. If you can't get up and motivated for that, then what can you get up and motivated for, right? So, you know, they'll come out, and you might not be able to tell any problem with the legs or crispness or anything else. But depending upon how the game goes, if they can come out, get off to a fast start, make the Jackrabbits question themselves a little bit, then it might not play a factor at all, but if they come out, get behind, have to chase the jacks all day, you might see them kind of run out of steam. A very similar thing happened uh, just a few years ago in these playoffs to another CAA team, uh, the main team uh, that uh, you know came out of nowhere. Well, they had to you know crisscross the country a couple of times, and it finally wore them down, and they finally got beat. So you know this has happened before, but then again. You know, these are all uh, young men in the prime of their lives and athletic careers. So, you know, maybe it's just us old fogies who worry about having to get up early and get on and get on an airplane and go somewhere. Mark, the young boys ain't worried about it at all, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> well, it's charter, too. That helps. 
They don't have to deal yeah, with all the, yeah. the stuff the rest of us real people do. Uh, Kevin Marshall, our guest, you, you cover this for a living. This is your, this is your deal. How, how good, I, I just kind of want your perspective on just how good this South Dakota State team is that's won 27 straight games. Their last loss was Iowa, for heaven's sake, and it was seven to three, and Iowa had two safeties. I mean, they, they, they shut them down. Of course, everybody shuts Iowa's offense down. But 27 huh. straight wins. How how does this team rank up there with some of the great teams you've covered over the years? Look, the uh, the gold standard is going to be North Dakota State, right? And, and these it, it depends on what you can uh, consider to be modern times, right? Well, for people in the Dakotas, you know, they – they're aware that there was something called 1AA FCS football before they became a part of it, right? And there were some great teams who, who came through there uh, before the, the Dakota schools were a part of the subdivision. Um, I think you look back at those Appalachian teams with Armani Edwards, who yep. just dominated everybody. Uh, the Marshall teams uh, with, with Randy Moss and Eric Kresser. And then uh, some of those Georgia Southern teams. And you notice that it seems to be all these teams emanated from one conference, Mark. You know, uh, mm. you know, and 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 how things used to be. You know, uh, the song goes, "Old times they're not forgotten," right? But uh, uh, that's a uh, uh, a lot of those teams were dynasty type teams, and I think that if you're a Jackrabbit fan, I think that with the way college football has changed just in the last three years, that this may be the last opportunity that, with this group, that people have at our level of football, or for maybe any level of football for that matter, to have a back-to-back team with a chance to maybe go back-to-back-to-back because, you know, the kids just aren't going to stay there and be patient anymore to play behind a, a three-year starter to have their opportunity for two. They're going to probably transfer out, go someplace where they can play, so, I mean, this is a very special group and a very special time. And if you're a Jackrabbits fan, you should savor this mm-hmm. because with the transfer portal and uh, NIL money and other opportunities up at the next level, I don't know if we're going to see anything like this again in the history of college football. Good point. Very good point. All right, sir. Thank you for your insight. Uh, we could talk forever. Uh, we'll talk again. How's that? Uh I'm kind of thinking these jackrabbits are going to be in Frisco, and if that's the case, we'll certainly talk to you down there. Looking forward to it. I think so, too. And, you know, uh, we should have, uh, instead of comedians riding in cars, uh, we should do uh, broadcasters riding in elevators and have that be our uh, have that be our, our uh, gist there. there Thanks go. for having me, Mark. Really appreciate it. You bet, sir. Kevin. Thanks a bunch. Kevin Marshall from FCS Nation Radio. He's headquartered out of Montana. We'll be right back. For that extra special gift, look no further than the Diamond Room. Justin Shadow and his staff will make the entire experience an enjoyable one. We've been helping customers for almost three decades, and Alone Spectre has actually been in the business much longer than that. We have the largest selection of loose diamonds in the region. We also have two in-house goldsmiths and two graduate gemologists on staff. Visit the Diamond Room at 3501 West 57th Street, Sioux Falls, or call 605-362-0008 for an appointment. Or you can always check out our new website at thediamondroom.com. For those who don't like to be still. For those with things to do and the drive to get them done. For those in search of a partner to help make it happen, there's a bank. A bank that listens 
acts and impacts all things right here. Dakota Bank. Go with experience. Go with teamwork. Go with integrity. For banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Dakota Bank. Here for you. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, insurance and trust services, not FDIC insured. Advanced Thompson Vision. We change lives by creating vision every day. Everybody used to laugh at me if I didn't have four pair of glasses on my hat. I would have broken ones in my purse. I struggled. I had cataract and LASIK surgery done. From when you walk in, the greeting to the receptionist, to each person that works with you, it's just over-the-top wonderful. I'm so thankful every day. Download our free cataract checklist at VanceThompsonVision.com. Your joints are your connection points, and when they hurt, they stop you from moving freely. That's why at Sanford Health, our board-certified orthopedics and sports medicine experts are ready to help you safely restore your movement and relieve your pain with same-day joint replacement surgery options. These minimally invasive surgeries come with less risk and allow you to have a comfortable recovery at home. You don't need a referral to get started. Schedule a consultation today at SanfordHealth.org. You hear me talking about great life every day for a reason, and it's not just because my son Nick Ovenden is the president. Actually, Dad, I honestly don't know if there's anybody who gets more out of their membership than you, and that's just with the golf you play. You spent half that time at the uh, fitness centers. What are you implying? <laughs> That I'd love to have you work out with me every morning at 6 a.m. I don't think so. How about waiting until I'm awake? Well, good thing most of our facilities are open 24 hours a day, and we've got a friendly, knowledgeable staff that'll help you get started or even keep you on track if you need to be, Dad. Let's change the subject. When are you adding new golf courses? Well, we're always looking ahead for our members. So in addition to the courses that we have in the region, we also have great life courses in Kansas City, Topeka, and now Arizona. Now you're talking. Hey, hey, can you help me hit it further, too? Yep, any time of day. But as for straighter, I sure can't help with that. <laughs> I, I know that. <laughs> but our golf pro certainly or... can. <laughs> Give us a call or stop by any of our locations to see what we're all about. Or go to joingreatlife.com. Live, play, better at Great Life. Are you looking for a fun, rewarding place to work? At Arby's, they've had plenty of people make it into a fulfilling career, like Denise Hone, who started over 30 years ago. It's not just a job for me. It's a family environment where I've always enjoyed coming to work every day with a smile. There are great opportunities for advancement, and we would love for you to become part of our team. Find out more about working at your favorite Arby's. Apply now by texting Big Beef to 85000. Does every home in your neighborhood look the same? Looking to give your home a little more pizzazz? A new garage door from Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls is the easy way to give your home that new, refreshed look. We offer a variety of styles and options to fit any type of home. Stand out in the crowd and contact Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls. Now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, The Diamond Room, and Comfort King. So, again, tune in tonight at 6.30 on Dakota News Now. That's KDLT uh, for our abbreviated Road to Frisco show. It's going to be part of the newscast. They'll do a little bit of news and weather and then let Zach and I finish the show. Um, the last two weeks in particular, wow, our shows each of the last two Saturdays. We would have done one again this week had the Jackrabbits game against Albany been on Saturday afternoon. But they play Friday night. 
against Albany. Six o'clock kickoff on ESPN two. And then, uh, the game on Saturday, Saturday, the other semifinal is, uh, North Dakota State at Montana in Missoula. That's a 3.30 kickoff central time. That also on ESPN two. So lots of big college football to be watching here. And of course the bowl games all start. Uh, Neil was talking about his Wisconsin Badgers being in a bowl game on New Year's Day. Uh, there's just a slew of bowl games. And of course the uh, semifinal games, uh, Michigan, Alabama, Washington, Texas, those are both on New Year's Day. And then the championship game in FBS is on Monday, January 8th. That's in Houston. Yep, in Texas. A day after the game in Frisco for the FCS championship on Sunday. And that game will be on ABC like it was last year. So if the Jacks can win tomorrow night, we'll be down there with lots of stuff leading up to the game. And, of course, a a big-time post-game show like we did last year as well, especially if they win. When they win, there's a lot more to talk about, and uh, you can go on and on and on and on. That was um, that was quite the deal, quite the day. It was a memorable day for for all of us, for all of the Jackrabbits in so many different ways. And, uh, yeah, so that's what's ahead. Tomorrow night we'll want to tune in for the post-game coverage on Fox uh, after 9 o'clock and then KSFY and KDLT at 10. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, The Diamond Room, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.